Welcome to another class on God's eternal purpose. I am standing in front of a dispensational chart. Now, I'm not a hyper-dispensationalist, but I believe that we need to look at the different times the way God has dealt with mankind. All the way from eternity to eternity over there. <clears throat> and so many people have trouble understanding uh, Noah, Adam, Abraham, Moses, and all this. Uh, so they, they have trouble knowing what part of the time and what part of the period that, that they lived. And on this dispensational chart, you can see that very easily. Here's the time of eternity past when God created the heavens and the earth and he created angels and spirits. He created man. He created him in a state of innocence here. And, and then we have it all the way down through here. Here we have Noah right here. This is Adam over here. This is Noah over here. Over here we have the division of the earth and a confusion of languages. And then we have Abraham over here. And then we have the promise. We have the Egyptian bondage for 400 years. And after the Egyptian bondage we have Moses. And then we have the law and we have the period of the law here with all of the prophets during that period of time. And then we have Jesus Christ coming and fulfilling the law. And we have him being crucified on the cross in Calvary. That's pretty easy. <clears throat> We're living in the church age now. At the end of the church age, there will be a rapture. And then there will be a tribulation period upon the earth. And after the tribulation period, there is a millennial reign. And after that, we have the great white throne judgment, which is one of the judgments. There are more. And then we have the eternal ages to come. We have an eternal heaven and we have an eternal hell. Both. So that gives you... Now we have just covered from eternity to eternity. Now let's go back and look at different things in the Bible. <clears throat> In Genesis, the first chapter, in Genesis 1 and 1, it says, Barashith, Bara, Elohim, Eth, Hashemayim, we out the arts. And that means in one of the beginnings, God had created the heavens and the earth. And Genesis 1 and 2, and said, And the earth became formless and void, and, and Spirit God hoovered over, mourned over, suffered over the faces of the deep. Meripasheth. That's the word suffered over, mourned over the faces of the deep. And then he began to reconstruct the earth. And when he had got the earth reconstructed, he put Adam on it here. And he put Adam on the earth in a state of innocence. God said to let us make Adam in our image, in our, in our shadow-casting image, in our spiritual image, in our physical image as the Son, and as our <clears throat> sovereign image as the Father. Genesis 1 and 26 tells us that, 2, 28. And then Genesis, the second chapter, tells us that God made Eve. It says here in the 15th verse, over here, as you can see, 2, 15 through 17, that God took of the sides of man, sides plural, not a rib, and he took of the fleshes of her and the bloods of her, and he made a woman. Now, the name man is Aish. 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 The name for woman, and woman means out of man, is Aisha. Now, if you look on the, on the last... Let me draw that on the, on the whiteboard over here for you. 
Here is a name for man right here. And here is the name for woman. On the last letter, the last Hebrew letter on the name of woman is the hey. Hey. And that is the fifth letter is Aleph Gameth Delath Hey. We have hey in the Bible. That's the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Five is the number of grace in the Bible. And it says here in verse number 25, And man said, This is now bone of my bones, plural. It wasn't one bone, one rib he took out of him. The sides, ribs. And uh, fleshes of my fleshes, and she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man, Isha. Now, woman is a gift to man. I know some men will disagree with that. But woman is a gift to man, and, and when God changed Abraham's name to Abraham, Abram to Abraham, he put a hey in her, his name, in the middle of his name. That's the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet in the number of grace. Abraham was saved by grace. When God changed Sarai's name to Sarah, he put a hey in her name. And that's the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and that's a number of grace. Woman is a gift of God. The human race wouldn't be here without woman. Woman brought forth the human race. In Genesis 3.15, of course, as we're going to look at during this period of time, now God told Adam to do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Leave it alone. Don't touch it. Leave it be. They failure. They ate and they ate it all up. As Genesis the third chapter verses one through six. And the judgment was that they would begin the process of dying, and that their children would be infected with the the infection of the sin nature through the blood of Adam. But through the woman that all man, the woman is a gift of God, remember grace, and that to the seed of the woman that we would have a Savior. So let's look at Genesis, the third chapter right now. Genesis, the third chapter. Class number two of God's eternal purpose and His unpreventable progress. Now the serpent, and I'm going to read this, to, I'm going to read it from English, but I'm going to change words there to correspond to the real meaning of the Hebrew words. Now the serpent, the Nahash, became more crafty. He wasn't created crafty. He wasn't created evil. The word there, crafty, also means evil, deceitful, a liar, a cheat, a thief, a murderer. It's Arum in Hebrew. And now the serpent became more Arum, evil, than all the beasts of the earth and the field which the Lord God had created and made. And he said to the woman, the serpent said to the woman, Indeed has God said you shall not eat from the tree of the garden, from any tree of the garden, or from a tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, From the, tree of the, from the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat all we want. But 
from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden. God has not. You shall not eat from it, nor touch it, lest you die. And I don't think she added to the Word of God. I think they were supposed to be, that was off bounds for them. No, not touch it, not eat it, leave it alone. That's God's. <clears throat> and the serpent said to the woman, You shall surely not die. For the Lord knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like gods, knowing good and evil. And the woman saw that the tree was good, pretty. Women, you like pretty things, don't you? You like pretty things, Marilyn? The woman saw that the tree was pretty. And it was good for food and that it was delight to the eyes. It was beautiful to look at. And that the tree was desirable to make one wise. She took from its fruit and she kept on eating and she kept on giving to her husband also. And he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked. They were all room. They had become naked. They had become evil. They had become rotten to the core. They become refuse. And they sewed fig leaves together and made for themselves loin coverings. In other words, coverings for their private areas, for their breeches is what they had. They made underpants for themselves or overpants, what do you want to call it. And they heard the sound of the Lord God, Jehovah Elohim, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife had hid themselves from the presence of the Jehovah Elohim among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? Now God knew exactly where Adam was. God wanted, to know, wanted Adam to know where he was. He wanted Adam to know where he was. Adam was lost now. Adam was evil. And he said, I heard the sound of you walking in the garden and I became afraid because I was, because I had become naked. I had become evil. It's more than the word naked. It means evil. And I hid myself. <clears throat> and he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? Now God knew that he had. But he wanted Adam to confess. And a man said, The woman that you gave to me, to be with me, she gave to me from the tree, and I kept on eating. She kept on giving, and I kept on eating. That's what it says in Hebrew. It's well consecutive and perfect. Imperfect tense. And the Lord God said, uh, Jehoiakim said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me. We nahashishiani. The serpent deceived me and I kept on eating. The first case of gluttony in the Bible too. The Lord God said to the Nahash, to the serpent, Because you have done this thing, curse you are above all the cattle, and more than every beast of the field, and on your belly you shall walk, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. And here is the greatest promise in the Bible, the first promise of the Messiah. And I will put active hatred between you and the woman. Between your seed, Satan will have a child. Satan will father a child.
and her seed. And her seed. And he shall bruise you on the head, death-dealing blow. But you shall bruise him as to the heel, a crippling blow. The woman said, I will great, and the man, and to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth, and you shall bring forth children. And your desire shall be for your husband. You want a husband. The normal woman wants a husband. She wants a husband. She needs a husband. If a woman doesn't want to be with a man, she is not normal. Something's wrong someplace. Now I know that women have decided not to be married and all of that in their lives. I've known women that never got married and and that uh, wanted to live that way. They didn't want to be answered to any man or and they wanted to have a life of their own. But then they don't have any children. Then they don't have a husband to beat up. <laughs> your desire shall be to your husband. <clears throat> and to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and you have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat from it, cursed is the ground because of you. <clears throat> and toil you shall eat of it. All the days of your life, both thorns and thistles shall grow for you because of you, and you shall eat the plants of the field by the sweat of your nostrils, literally. By the sweat of your nose. When you're bending over, working out in, in the field or whatever, sweat is running off of your nose. And that's what it literally says here, Pane. The nose. And you shall eat bread till you turn to the ground. Because as from it you were taken, and to it you shall go. Dust you shall return. Now the man called his wife living. He changes her name from Isha now to Abba, which means living. Now she was supposed to be the mother of all dying, not the mother of all living. But he was looking to the Messiah child. He believed what God said. He was believing. Yet he had sinned. And Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And of course, doing that, an animal has to die. Lord God said, Behold, a man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil, and lest he stretch out his hand and take from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So God sent man from the Garden of Eden to cultivate the ground to cultivate the ground. And in the ground is going to have thorns and thistles. Now in the fourth chapter of the book of uh, Genesis, we have their first child, their firstborn, which was Cain. Cain means gotten. And now the man had relations with his wife, Eve, and she caught seed. That's what it says. She caught seed, and the seed turned into children in her womb. And she gave birth to Cain. Cain was the firstborn. These were probably twins. Maybe they were triplets or quadruplets. I don't know. A woman is capable of having 1,000 children in this state right here. 1,000 children in her life, I should say. 
conceived and gave birth to Cain, and she said, I have gotten a man-child with the help of the Lord. Now, that's not what it says in Hebrew. It says, I have gotten Jehovah. I have gotten a man-child. Jehovah. F. Jehovah. She thought the Messiah was born. And that, of course, he kills his brother. And they say the full fruit. They had never seen death before. And now they see the death of their child. Abel. Now let's go on a little bit further. They were supposed to do good and offer a blood sacrifice. Cain wouldn't do that. Abel did. Cain became so rebellious and and he had started himself a false religion. He wanted to bring the fruit of the field. He wanted to bring uh, a cursed fruit from a cursed ground. Double cursed. And God wouldn't accept it. He needed to trade that for an animal to sacrifice and he wasn't willing to do that. God told him, he said, if you tithe correctly, if you cut straightly, will not your face will not you, your, your face shine and, and you'll be happy and you won't be downtrodden and sad. Just do what I tell you to do and you'll be happy. Now, we come over here to the sixth chapter of the book of Genesis. Sixth chapter. Then we have a judgment of the universal flood. Now, Methuselah lived 969 years. Enoch named Methuselah. Enoch named Methuselah, and Enoch walked with God for 300 years, and he said he was gone. Gone. Enoch named this boy, and Methuselah says it means son of the dark or son born to death, or when he is dead it shall come to pass. The very year that Methuselah died, the flood came upon the earth. Six to verse one, now it came about when men began to multiply on the faces of the land, and the daughters were born to them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, they were, they were beautiful. Now we're not talking about the line of faith and we're not talking about the line of, of unbelievers. We're talking about men and angels here. The sons of God were angels. The same thing as in Job, the first chapter, and several other places in the Bible. I don't want to go into all of them right now, but we're making this class short and sweet. And the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were, the sons of God, and the angels saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, and they took for themselves uh, wives, whomever they chose. <clears throat> then the Lord God said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, because he is also flesh, and nevertheless his days shall be 120 years. Now it doesn't give you 120 years to live. That's not the lifespan here people. A lot of people misunderstand this verse. He's talking about how long that mankind will exist upon the earth from that point on will be 120 years. Now he told uh, Noah to build an ark because he's going to bring a flood upon the earth. And during that 120 years 
no avail to ark. It says that the Lord God said, My spirit shall not always drive man, and then he's going to live 120 years, is what it says here. That it's going to be 120 years till I bring judgment on. And it will be that year that Methuselah was 969 years. And the Nephilim, the fallen ones, were on the earth in those days, and afterward also when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bore children of them, and they were giants. Giants. Like Og. Like Goliath and his brothers. You can look. <laughs> you know, I didn't know Goliath even had brothers until I started studying the Hebrew lexicons, and he said, Goliath's brother, Goliath's brother, Goliath's brother, Goliath's brother. He had four brothers, and of course he had a father. We've got six giants there. And then we got a guy named Og. That's over nine feet tall. These were the mighty men of old, men of great terror and triumph. Then the Lord God saw the witnesses of man was great upon the earth and every intent of the thoughts of the heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was repented of, was sorry for that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. And Lord God said, I'll blot out man from whom I have created from the face of the earth, from man to animals to creeping things and birds of the sky, and I am sorry that I have made them. And Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And now these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation is what it says. His genealogy. He had no Nephilim in his genealogy. And then it says that God told Noah to build me an ark. Build me an ark. And I'm going to send a universal flood, Genesis 7, 11 through 24. The flood came upon the earth and it drowned everybody. Now God had told mankind, Noah preached. Enoch preached for over 300 years. Noah preached for 120 years at least while he was building the ark. They wonder why in the world he's building this great big box out there. But he said there's going to be a flood coming. They laughed at him and mocked him. And then God called all the animals into the ark that he wanted in the ark. And then he shut the door. And then it began to rain from heaven, which they had never had seen before. And it, and they, it said the oceans and the sky. By the way, if I can find my marking pen here. Let me show you something here for just a moment. There's the there's there's the 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 ocean and the sky, and here's the earth down here, and one side of the earth is water, and one side of the earth is ground, or earth. And up here is a literally an ocean in the sky, and the, the atmosphere between the ocean and the sky and the earth is a very humid atmosphere, and that ocean and the sky protected the earth, and the people lived for a long time. They had no UV problems back then. And then the flood waters from the heavens, there was just uh, rivers running down from heaven upon the earth, the ground. And there was springs coming from the, the ground. 
And then there was rain and thunder and lightning which they had not seen before. The people on the outside of the ark, some of them began to believe and cry for, for the mercy of God. But the ark was closed. It says the second coming of Christ will be like in the days of Noah. That rapture, there's going to be people saved during the tribulation period. But the rapture, they're going to be gone. The ark will lift them up from the judgment. The rapture will lift them up away from the judgment of God. But those on the earth that believed that died in the judgment that God brought. The flood came. Along with the flood came another responsibility. Scatter and multiply. And that's our next class. Scatter and multiply. Now we are studying how God created the heavens and the earth and the basis of the human race and the basis of sin in the world and how we got where we are today and why we're in such a destitution of the righteousness of God in our lives because of the sin nature that Adam passed down to us. But you can escape all of that by believing in Lord Jesus Christ, believing that God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, that He might redeem those that are under the curse of the law. God said... For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believe in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And we believe and you trust and repent and ask God to save you and the Lord will. Father, I send this message out for Your honor and Your glory and forgive me where I fail You. I pray that You use this message to touch the world with it, touch lives and help them to understand Your plans. And use it, Father, to build people up in your, in your Word. Help them to understand that you do have a plan, and a plan for them too. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.